Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach. And today, I'm going to be talking about narcissists and demons. And I want to begin by saying that this is obviously very controversial, and I don't wish to argue my points. This is a theoretical podcast, and I would like to help you open your mind to the possibility. If you do not feel comfortable with engaging in a discussion about spirituality and demons and the potential of demonic possession, please feel free to skip this podcast. This is not for you. From my experiences, personal experiences as well as working with others, it seems highly probable and possible that someone who is a narcissist is actually possessed by some sort of entity, some sort of demonic demonic uh, spirit. From gathering information and doing some research, it appears to me the following. Demons attack the wounded, the weak, by harassing them and exploiting them through their weaknesses. They attack childhood wounds. They attack you through your weaknesses and ultimately feeling, uh, hoping that you uh, engage in a sort of connection with them. They desire to occupy your body, to occupy your mind, and ultimately control you. These entities exist in the spiritual realms. How they got there is, is debatable. Some would say that they are lost spirits, lost souls. A book I came across by Wanda Pratnika, the book is called Possessed by Ghosts. I highly suggest you read it if this is something that interests you. She discusses how someone who experiences an unexpected death or an early death, their spirit does not actually believe that they have died. Oftentimes, they'll go about their daily routine. They'll go to work, they'll go home, and because they're obviously not alive and in a body, they will wonder why nobody's responding to them. They will be so hurt, they'll feel so rejected by their loved ones, that they'll start attacking their loved ones and ultimately trying to get their attention. This might sound like narcissists, because if you look up demonic entities, if you look up specifically the Jezebel spirit, you'll find that narcissists act in almost a direct correlated way to this specific demonic entity. Feel free to do the research. I have done mine and it appears that this, there's some truth here. Again, not claiming anything. I'm just simply engaging in what very possibly could be the case because ultimately spirituality is unprovable. It is something that can only be sensed by our own intuition and our sense of opening up our minds to the possibility. The main goal of these entities is to possess a body. As mentioned, Wanda Pratnika discusses how when a, when a spirit leaves, they will not realize they died, and therefore they will sorely miss their loved ones and want to occupy a body, because inside of a body, they'll feel at home, they'll feel connected, and ultimately the ability to be with others. Outside of a body, they are lost. They have no direction. This is seen by some religions and many religions as an exorcist, and obviously there's many movies and books about exorcism, so there is certainly a correlation to having demonic possession. Narcissistic abusers are often described as demons, And because of the earlier explained explanation of how this is the case, this to me is the best explanation I have found for why this might be the case. They may be, in fact, be operating out of a possessed sense of self. And this is difficult to comprehend because, first of all, they're doing things like other human beings do. 
they're acting like other human beings. But if you notice, if you take notice at the way they think, at the way they act, and oftentimes I have seen it described as when they look you in the eye, they almost look like there's nothing there, almost like they're black. Well, this would certainly fall in line with this theory that there are, in fact, possession of a demon with this individual. A person operating out of a false self, which means they are a shell of their former self, their fake self, is because they are they are being fueled and being alivened by this demonic entity. This entity feeds off of energy of other people. This entity needs other people's reaction. It needs other people, other people's love, other people's attention. This is the case. This is why if you do decide to go no contact with a narcissistic abuser, you'll oftentimes see them go into rage or if you trigger them. Because what you are doing is you are taking away their supply of energy. They need energy to survive. Without your energy, they are deemed worthless. They are deemed incapacitated and ultimately they will fall apart. They will not be able to feed off of your energy. Sometimes just being in a relationship at all could be seen with these individuals is extremely damaging and ultimately energetically draining, which is why I hear oftentimes one of the symptoms of abuse, narcissistic abuse, is feeling fatigued, feeling drained. Well, wouldn't this make sense if your energy is being fed off of and being given to an entity that has no capacity to give back and ultimately is just extorting and exploiting to feed the false self? So the, the very many different techniques of narcissistic abuse, for example, silent treatment, triangulation, gaslighting, word salad, uh, deflection, blame shifting, you name it, are all part of a sort of regimen in order to keep you, the victim, off of what's really going on. What's really going on is energy vampiring. It's control. It's, I, it's the, the, the individual who we call narcissist and quite possibly is demonically possessed, is wanting to feed off of your energy. And therefore, they want to control you, manipulate you, make you feel bad about yourself. They'll exploit your weaknesses. Which is why oftentimes, if you have a childhood wound, you will attract these individuals because they can, feed, they can sense that you have a blind spot. You have shadows. You have parts of you that you are unaware of. And they can exploit you through the wounds, through the subconscious. And I have a, an episode on the narcissist access point, which is the subconscious. Because if you are unconscious, if you are unaware of how these people operate and how these spirits operate, then you are quite literally, uh, not to scare you, but you have a blind spot. You have unawareness. You have a place that they can feed off of. So I want to give some tips on how to deal with this problem. Okay. Firstly, they want a reaction. There's absolutely nothing in the world that a demonic entity wants. These, 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 these possessed individuals want more than a reaction. If you give them a reaction, then they have your attention. If they have their attention, they have your energy. They want your life. They want you to control you. They want your love. They ultimately want to possess you because if they control you, they control your energy, they control your time, your money, and ultimately they control everything about you, which is what they want because then you will feed as a form of supply. Being able to see narcissistic abuse from demonic possession, from a spiritual avenue, will add insight. Okay, I do not mean to say that you must entertain spirituality to heal, but it is certainly something you may want to take a look at. 
going no contact with a demonic entity, which is oftentimes what people do because they want them out of their life. There, there will still need to be a sort of cutting of the psychic cords because spiritually, energetically, you are intertwined with these individuals. It's not just about going no contact physically, oftentimes spiritually, and in your mind, and your spirit, removing them from your thought process, from your energy field. If you do no, go no contact, as mentioned, you are going to be taking your energy away from them. They will come after you, oftentimes as if you were the enemy, which is why you see them slandering you, creating a... A smear campaign because they need to get you back. They need to. You are escaping their. You're, they're taking away their food, and therefore destroying their life source. And they will come after you as if you're the enemy. Which is why there's no negotiating with these individuals. They are hell bent on taking, and ultimately destroying if they can't take. And lastly, they feed off the energy of. Of. Really, like I mentioned, your energy, but they access you through the childhood wounds, which is the entry point. That is your weakness. Therefore, you need to heal your childhood wounds. You will remove the ability for them to control you, manipulate you, remove their access point, and ultimately, they will have no ability to con confront you. And if you do heal your childhood wounds and you work through your, your shadow self, your aspects, your denied aspects, your unconscious, if you become conscious, you become light, you become aware, then they cannot access you. So I'm not guaranteeing that if you work through your childhood wounds and become conscious, they'll never approach you, but you will certainly be able to protect yourself a whole heck of a lot better. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. I can't imagine it's easy hearing these concepts. And if it is too difficult, please feel free to continue on to other sources of information. This is not meant to be a clinical, proven study. This is simply meant to open your mind to the possibility of this avenue of exploitation. So I hope it did benefit benefited you, and if it did, please feel free to like it and share it. Please feel free to reach out for coaching if you would like. I work with many patients who have had this issue and struggled with dealing with having some sort of spiritual uh, entities attached to them. I'd be happy to help you become conscious, heal your childhood wounds, dismantle your programming, align with this negativity, thus removing the access point for these spiritual beings. I can be reached at yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com. My phone, 252-696-4852. It's my pleasure to be here with you today, and until next time, all the best.